there. So I wanted to kind of put in a pre-intro intro into this episode and the other one that's releasing today, which is June 16th, 2020 for context for anyone listening in the future. But I want to just put this little intro in because these episodes have been recorded and edited and ready to go for weeks now, but it's kind of been a little crazy over here at Chasing Simple. So at the end of May, I ran into a problem where I had posted too many new episodes in May because it was launch month. I had posted a bunch of extra episodes and I increased my hosting level and then I still ran out. (laughs) Um, So I wasn't going to increase it again just for one single episode knowing that this would not be the regular amount of episodes that I put out, right? So I made the decision to just skip the last episode in May. Well, not skip it, but hold off on it. And then the first week in June, I was going to release two episodes, the one you're listening to now and the other one that is also airing today. That was supposed to go out the first week in June. Well, then I made the decision to hold off because it just wasn't appropriate and it really didn't matter with the climate of everything that was going on in our world and in our nation, especially here in the United States with the focus being on allyship. It just, it didn't matter. I didn't feel like this episode mattered all that much in comparison. It really truly didn't. So I made the decision to hold off again for another couple of weeks. Now, we're back and I just want to make it very clear that I believe that it is up to us, you and me, to make sure that what happened on social media for the last few weeks, to make sure that that wasn't just a trend, to make sure that allyship isn't just something to be posted about and forgotten. So while you're going to see me posting about business, quote unquote, as usual, and I am releasing these episodes now, know that there is nothing usual about how I'm conducting business any longer. My eyes have been opened and the world has been shaken up. So I want to tell you today what I will specifically be doing in my business. Yes, I will be diversifying my social media feeds, but more than that, I'll be reaching out and connecting with a broader range of women. Speaking opportunities will only be accepted if I'm confident that the host is doing his or her due diligence in being an ally. And this podcast, my own podcast, will be featuring more black women. I'm committed to speaking with my dollar in all of my business purchases, not only investing in more than just other white women, but actively avoiding buying from anyone who's not an ally. These are not things that I have done well in the past, but they are commitments that I'm making for going forward into business as usual, again with the air quotes. So I just wanted to make that really clear as I'm starting to release episodes again that this is not business as usual. As usual is no longer the usual. So yeah, I'm going to put this little snippet in front of this episode and the other episode released today because they're already pre-recorded and I didn't want to re-record new intros and go and have to edit them all over again. So just going to add this to the front. So you're going to hear the the typical little pre-intro right now. And um, yeah, that's where things stand here over at Chasing Simple. So just want to make that really clear. You're listening to the Chasing Simple podcast, episode number nine. If you're new around here, welcome. And if you've been around a while, welcome back. I am so glad you're here. Let's face it, hindsight is 2020, and we can all look back and recognize things that we wish we had done differently. In this episode, I'm going to be sharing nine things that I struggled with when I started my business. My hope is that you can learn from my mistakes. Honestly, all nine of these are so cliche. I heard them all the time and had all kinds of reasons why what I was doing 
wasn't what those experts were saying, but it totally was. I'll be tackling each mistake more deeply in future episodes, or I already have in the case of isolation, which check out episode number six if you haven't already, but my intention for this episode is to crack open the cliché-ness and make each of these more real to you by sharing pieces of my story with you. You ready? Let's dive in. How do I run a successful business from my home? How can I possibly wear all of the hats? Am I the only one that struggles with staying organized? What am I supposed to do about work-life balance? How can I create a solid schedule and routine? How do I even stay productive? And the biggest question of all, how do I manage it all? And can I really create a business that I love without being chained to my laptop? Welcome to the Chasing Simple Podcast, where hard conversations and actionable education meet simplicity. I'm your host, Amanda Warfield, time management coach, online educator, and crazy cat mama. My mission is to help overwhelmed biz owners get more done in less time so that they have more time and energy for what matters most. If you feel overwhelmed or occasionally lost in the roller coaster that is entrepreneurship, I want you to know that you aren't alone. Those things you're feeling, you aren't the first or the last to feel that way. The hard things you're going through, someone else has already been there too. Each week, I'll bring you transparent conversations, actionable steps, and a judgment-free community to encourage and equip you. So grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever your drink of choice is and meet me here each week for love, support, practical tips, and advice on simplifying your biz. Let's do this entrepreneurship thing together, shall we? So the very first thing that I struggled with was excess stress and pressure that I was putting on myself. In episode two with Kelly Lowerman, she and I talked a little bit about this, but right from the get-go of starting my business, I was putting crazy amounts of pressure on myself to succeed. I told myself constantly that I needed to replace my income and I needed to do it immediately. That pressure did the opposite of help. Instead, I was constantly trying new things and looking for the next trick to try in order to get fast, immediate growth. I should have just been patient and kept at it with what I was doing because nothing you do in your business is going to be a one and done thing. There is no perfect formula. You'll always be experimenting, waiting, analyzing the data, tweaking, and experimenting all over again. But I didn't realize that in the beginning. So putting all that excess stress and pressure on myself, it actually delayed my growth a lot. The second thing that I struggled with was comparison. Now, this one is so hard. If someone tells you that they don't suffer from the comparison trap, they either used to and have put up some killer boundaries or they're lying. Sorry, not sorry. Even two years into my business, I know better and I can still easily get caught up into the comparison trap. But when I started out, oh my goodness, I compared myself to everyone. And worst of all, I'd compare myself to people that had been in business for 6, 8, 10 years already. And then I'd mentally beat myself up for not being where they're at. And I know, like, looking at that now and thinking that now, I know that that is nuts. But I'm just being really transparent with you here. It was a serious problem that I had. Now... When negative feelings start creeping in, I just remind myself not to compare my chapter 2 with their chapter 10 and that my story is my own. But I'd be lying if I said that I don't still struggle with this to this day. Third thing that I struggled with was overlearning. 
And as a former teacher, I am all about learning. I will always be a lifelong learner. I love investing in courses and programs and reading books. I love to save myself time by learning from others. But I also used to be really awful about overlearning. I would gather as much information as I could about a subject and dive into it for hours and hours, taking notes, listening to podcasts, pouring over freebies and blog posts, only to realize that I still didn't really know enough and that there was a lot of conflicting information in my hand. I've come to realize that the best bet is to have a few trusted experts and mentors in your back pocket. Hey, Ashlyn Carter, Jessica Razdell, and Amber Housley. Learn from them, soak up their content, and just do the thing. Experiment, tweak it, make it yours, because one size never fits all. Even if you compiled all the information out there about best practices for whatever it is you're looking at, let's say for growing your email list, even if you spent hours and found all the information about how people did it, you would get conflicting information because what works for one person is not going to exactly work for every person. Number four, doing it alone. I talked extensively about this one over in episode six, but the biggest mistake I made at the beginning of my business was isolating myself and trying to do it all alone. No matter how amazing you are and how amazing your content is, it's going to be dang near impossible to see growth if you've got no one in your corner. If you are feeling isolated in your business, definitely go check out episode six. I talk all about what isolation was doing to my business, how I fixed it, what I did to get out of isolation, and how that changed my business for the better. I'll link to it in the show notes so you can find it really easily. All right, number five was not investing. Time is way more valuable than money. But I did not believe that when I first started my business. Like I said, I collected all the information. I got all of the free stuff. And then I just felt more confused than ever. Now, I want to hit my younger self over the head. I wish that I had invested in guidance from the get-go with my business. I wish that I had just hired a business coach that could help me succeed. I wish that I had just invested in courses and invested in membership communities. That is where you grow Again, if you go back to episode six, I talk all about how important networking is for your business, how important it is to learn from others and to have mentors in your business and to not do it alone. I really, truly wish that from the beginning, I had just put my money where my mouth was and just done the thing, invested in myself, invested in my business. I would have seen so much more growth so much more quickly. Are you tired of slow starts to your days? Of feeling like your tasks are scattered all over the place? of never knowing what to work on and when. Being an entrepreneur is great, but sometimes when we feel overwhelmed by everything on our plates, it can be really easy to start missing the times when we used to have someone to tell us what to do and what to work on. Lucky for you, I've got exactly what you need, a batch schedule. I talk a lot about batch schedules and how necessary they are for running a business efficiently and simply. In fact, it's one of the main components in my signature process, the three Bs. A batch schedule is that boss telling you what to work on and when once you've got it all set up. I created a Trello template with my entire batch schedule, daily categories, and the tasks that I work on within each category. Available for you to get your hands on for only $7. You can grab it for yourself at amandawarfield.com forward slash podcast workflow. Again, head to amandawarfield.com forward slash podcast workflow to swipe my entire weekly workflow for yourself for just $7. Hit pause, get your hands on it, and simplify your weekly schedule. And then, of course, you can jump right back into this awesome episode. Number six, not being myself. This was a byproduct of falling into the comparison trap. I was too busy trying to be everyone else to just be my unique self. Now, 
I really try to be transparent and authentic with you. But before, I wasn't able to be transparent and authentic because I was trying too hard to share things that aligned with what other people were sharing. Instead of just speaking from my heart and speaking to the pain points of my ideal clients, I was trying to be everyone to everything. And that really did the opposite of niching down for me. It made me spread myself too thin. All of my blog posts were all over the place with different topics. I was just throwing spaghetti at the wall to see what stuck. And to be quite honest, nothing stuck because I wasn't there. I was just like a robot trying to be just like everyone else. And that does not work at all when you're trying to run a business. Number seven, I was trying way too hard to appear legitimate. I got way too caught up worrying about how I was being perceived. And don't get me wrong, first impressions are really important, but you don't really need to be worried about spending massive amounts of time making sure that you're in all of the places and that all of the places are just so, that you have this perfect persona. Now, I'm way more okay with allowing myself to be new at something. It's a great opportunity to experiment and have fun. For example, TikTok. Back at the beginning of COVID, I hopped on TikTok just like everyone else and I was really curious about playing around with it and trying it out and seeing how it would do for my business because since it was so new, I thought, hey, maybe this could be a great growth opportunity. And I'll be honest, I tried it and I didn't love it, so I stopped. But I had so much fun experimenting with it because there was no pressure. It was really awesome to be new at it and to just let myself be new at it. So I really wish that I could take back all the time I wasted trying to appear legitimate and trying to have the perfect website and trying to have the perfect email list. And I wish that I had just had fun with it at the beginning. Now, number eight is really, really hard for me to admit. I hate admitting this to you, but I really had a problem following the money. I spent way too much dang time focused on trying to make money in my business. And I know making money is important because we don't want to be hobbyists, right? If we're trying to create a business, we want to actually create a business. But because I was following the money, I was constantly trying to figure out what would sell, constantly coming up with and implementing new ideas. It all rarely worked out. And a lot of this came from the stress and pressure that I was putting on myself to succeed. But what ended up happening was that I would jump from idea to idea. I would never give something time to grow. For example, I would decide, okay, I'm going to try selling a workshop. And if I didn't get any bites or I only got one or two, I considered it a failure. Instead of really cultivating that product or cultivating that idea, I dropped it. But the thing is, almost never are you going to have a smashing success if you're pulling an idea of thin air and then launching it within a week or two. You've got to do a lead-in process, a pre-launch, and I clearly didn't understand that at the beginning because I was so focused on making money and I wasn't focused on my clients. Now, now I spend way more time focusing on serving my clients and my students and my followers. I recognize that monetary growth takes time and I worry more about putting out great content than my next big scheme. I also recognize that not every idea is meant to be my idea and not every idea is meant to be acted on right now, which was a distinction that I did not make at the beginning of my business. And then number nine, thinking that organization was enough. (laughs) I fell into this trap outside of my business for the longest time and then I even brought it into my business for a short while. 
I thought that because I was organized, I could more easily handle more than the average entrepreneur. And while that may be true, it's really dumb to do that. Now I'm constantly working to take things off of my plate. I don't need to do it all to be successful. And also, because there are so many different hats to wear as an entrepreneur, you've got to be more than organized in order to stay on top of things and feel like you're ahead. Which, when I realized this, this is when I learned how important time management and batch scheduling is. And if you follow me on Instagram, you've probably seen me talking about batch scheduling a lot lately. If you don't follow me on Instagram, I am at Mrs. Amanda Warfield, and I've got some highlights all about batch scheduling that you definitely want to check out. I've also got a free download for you that is a batch scheduling template that's linked in the show notes. So if you are looking to feel more on top of things and feel like you've got more flexibility in your business, you're going to definitely want to go check that out. It's in the show notes. So those are the nine things I struggled with when I first started my business. And honestly, there are probably so many more that I could add to this episode, honestly. Maybe I'll do a part two one day, but this is what I could think of for now. And just like I did for episode six when I talked about isolation, I hope to do an in-depth episode on all of these and what it looked like for me and my business and what I learned and how I got out of that struggle. So if there is one of these that you really, really want to hear more about, Let me know on Instagram because I'd love to move that episode closer to the top of my editorial calendar for you. Now, this week's action step. I want you to carefully consider where you are struggling most with your business. Then I want you to reach out to someone and tell them, whether it's a coach, a biz bestie, or even me, let someone know what's going on with you and where you're struggling right now. Not only is this going to help you not feel so isolated in your struggle, But you might also get some really great guidance on getting out of that struggle and some new perspective on how to look at that struggle. And this week's book recommendation is Followers by Megan Angelo. Okay, I just read this very, very recently and it's kind of a dystopian fiction, but not really. It's kind of hard to explain, but it has a lot to do with social media and the internet and the way we view all of that and followers and it's just super interesting it's a fiction novel so if you like fiction you should definitely go check it out it's super interesting it's a really interesting take on just our world really as it is now and what it could look like in the future so really really great book highly recommend it i devoured it in a single day all right so don't forget Download the batch scheduling template to create your own batch schedule over in the show notes. And until next time, I hope that you'll go out and uncomplicate your life and biz. Thank you so much for joining me here today, friend. If you loved this episode, it would mean the world to me if you'd leave a rating and review. This is a great way to help spread the word about this podcast and help other wonderful women like yourself find it. You can find this episode show notes as well as tons of other great resources over at amandawarfield.com. And if you aren't following me on Instagram yet, I'd love to connect with you over there. I'm at Mrs. Amanda Warfield. Shoot me a DM and tell me what you loved most about this episode. Thanks for being here, friend. I'll see you next time.